Coming off of a disastrous first project, I needed a win on my second real estate deal. Then my lender backed out a week before closing and I had no idea how I was gonna pay for this deal. My back was against the wall and I had to find a way to get it done. That's what I talk about in this episode of the Mastering Real Estate Podcast. Welcome to the Mastering Real Estate Podcast. This podcast is for real estate investors and professionals looking to take their real estate game to the next level. On Tuesdays, I analyze the industry's leading real estate books and break down the main lessons that you can apply to your life and business. Then on Thursdays, I review the lessons I have learned from flipping over 100 houses and being a full-time real estate investor since 2018. Stay tuned each week so that we can all become masters of real estate together. Today we're talking about my second project and my first flip, which took place at 1120 Sardis Road in Gardendale, Alabama. From the start, my back was kind of against the wall with this project. I was coming off of a very tough first project, which I talk about in episode two of the podcast, and my lender backed out of the deal with less than a week to go before closing. My very first lesson learned on this deal was to be very careful about working with hard money lenders. And my advice would be to only use hard money lenders who you either personally know and trust or who are recommended to you by people that you really trust because there are a lot of crooks and shady people and scammers out there. And it turns out the person that I thought was going to fund this deal was really just a shady guy and it didn't work out. Additionally, at the time, I was still in graduate school and I was flying back and forth between Washington, D.C., where I was doing my master's degree, and Alabama, where I was starting my real estate company. On top of that, the week that my lender backed out, I was scheduled to compete in a big, nerdy real estate case competition in San Francisco which my team did end up winning, no big deal. So my schedule at the time was jam-packed, but I had to find a way to fund this flip because I knew it was a good deal, I did not wanna lose it, and I did not wanna have a second failure right out of the gate in my new real estate career. So the pressure was really on going into this project. Before we get deeper into the story and my lessons learned, I wanna review some of the basic property details for this project. This house was a single family house and the project was a flip in Gardendale, Alabama in 2018. A wholesaler found this deal and brought it to me and we were able to purchase it for $70,000. We were able to then conduct all the renovations for $16,000, which was amazing. And mostly due to the fact that my general contractor, Chris, at the time did a lot of the labor for free. Uh, more on that in a future episode. But we were able to complete the flip quickly in less than 30 days and sell the completed project for 124,000, making a $21,000 profit, which is really not bad for my first flip. Okay, back to my story. So during my flight to San Francisco to compete in this real estate case competition, I knew that I had to find a way to fund 
this flip. So I scheduled as many potential investor meetings as I could think of and that I could squeeze into my schedule around the competition schedule. I ended up meeting a few people out in San Francisco and it was nice. At least a few people took my meetings, but in the end, no one wanted to fund my rookie deal. Then after a week of stress and challenges, things finally started to break through kind of at the last minute. My team ended up winning the national case competition, which was awesome. And either on that same day or the day after, my general contractor, Chris, called me and told me that he thought he knew someone that might be interested in funding our deal. So I immediately scheduled a flight to Alabama to meet with Aziz. So Chris had known Aziz for years and he knew that Aziz had always been interested in investing in real estate, but was hesitant to jump in. So we met with Aziz. I explained the deal. I showed him all the numbers and miraculously, he agreed to fund the deal. Our agreement was that he would fund the purchase price. I would fund the renovations and we would split the profit on the deal 50-50. At the time, I was just so relieved to have found a private investor and a lending source that I didn't realize that this was actually a much bigger lucky break than simply finding funding for a deal. Spoiler alert is that Aziz would go on to become my business partner in Doradus Properties after funding a few of our successful projects, and I could not be more grateful for him every day. So after doing so many things wrong on my first project, we got a few things right on this project. Number one, I did a very conservative rehab estimate. I estimated our rehab would cost $20,000, and the actual cost ended up being just under $16,000. I think I budgeted six weeks for the time timeline and we were able to complete construction in under 30 days under 30 days. And so I was able to deliver good results to my investor, Aziz, who had a 14% ROI. We had a little bit over $21,000 profit, which we split 50-50, you know, in 30 days. That's a pretty good return on investment. And I already had a buyer lined up to buy the house as we were finishing construction. So overall, this project went relatively smoothly, except for the lending snafu at the beginning. This was great. It was a great boost for my confidence after a really tough first project. My main takeaways from this first flip in my second project were, um, one, it gave me the confidence that I could do well in this industry. And it probably gave me a little bit of boost that I needed to keep going and not give up. Number two, I found a couple very key players for my team. So one of them I already knew was Chris, my general contractor. And then number two was Aziz, who funded this deal and a couple others and who would go on to become my business partner. And number three, be very careful about using hard money lenders. Make sure that it's someone reputable and that you trust. Now that I've been in this industry for a while, I know that there are a lot of shady hard money lenders out there. So um, this is a lesson that I learned early on and hopefully something that you can learn and avoid. Um, just make sure, there are good ones, but just make sure that 
you are referred by someone you trust or that you know the lender personally. I want to give a quick shout out to our show sponsor, Doratus Academy. We have a bunch of awesome resources for real estate investors on our website, doratusacademy.com. There's a whole page of free resources. And we also have an awesome masterclass to help you get started or scale your real estate investing business. If you're interested in this, make sure that you go check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and leave us a rating and review. We are a new and growing podcast, so every rating, review, and share helps immensely. Also, make sure that you're following us on social media where you'll see a lot more behind-the-scenes content on a daily basis. See you every Tuesday and Thursday.